The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So, out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant, so you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not have then put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
Finally, President Donald Trump and his challenger, Joe Biden, decided to meet in private. So they slipped away from the Secret Service to walk alone. As they strolled across a bridge spanning the Potomac River, both men slipped on some wet leaves, then fell in. Trump and Biden plunged into the icy, choppy waters. Luckily, a troop of Boy Scouts was hiking along the river bank. Some brave scouts leaped into the water. The scouts saved both men from drowning. Trump and Biden were so appreciative, they said, Boys, you saved our lives. Whatever you want, it is yours. Well, the first brave scout said he always wanted to fly in Air Force One. Donald Trump said, Next week I'm flying to Mar-a-Lago, my place in Florida. You shall ride with me on Air Force One. The second scout said his dream was to graduate from West Point. Joe Biden spoke up, Son, I have extensive connections to the military. I shall see that you are appointed to West Point with a full-ride scholarship. The third boy, with tears in his eyes, said, Please, all I want is a military funeral then to be buried in Arlington National Cemetery. Biden and Trump both looked puzzled. Son, they said, you are so young. Why are you grieving already over your own funeral? Well, said the boy, because when my dad finds out that I saved you two from drowning, he is going to kill me. We are all going to die. Nobody escapes death. It's a morbid thought, but no one lives forever. Vampires are not real. During November, we pray for the dead, particularly those poor souls who have no one to pray for them. As we wind down the church year, death is a theme in the scripture. Today's epistle, Paul's letter to the Thessalonians says, For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Death will come when we least expect it. The gospel parable signifies our final judgment. God is the master, we are the servants. The talents are the qualities God has given us. Our intelligence, our ability to love, our power to make ourselves good lives, the power to make other people happy. The journey of the master signifies the duration of life. His unexpected return signifies death. The settling of the accounts is judgment. The servants are judged on the basis of how they considered the master's interests, not their own interests. Our Lord reminds us that we do not own what we have. The whole Christian stewardship theme is based on it. We are stewards, 
caretakers of God's property for a specified time. And the day will come when we will have to give an account of how we handled God's property during our lifetime. Life in this world will not last forever. Yet, we give the impression that we can live forever. The way most of us act, it's as if this life on earth is all there is. This life is what it's all about, so get all you can out of it for yourself. Now, of course, there's nothing wrong with using our talents to live a good life. Those talents also come from God. But those talents are not just given to serve ourselves. Lots of Americans uh, vote with materialism in mind. They vote for whatever party promises economic prosperity for themselves. We like to accumulate things for ourselves, possessions. Rich people do it. Poor people do it. Collect stuff. Even homeless people cart around a bunch of stuff. America is the only country where we park expensive cars outside so we can store junk in the garage. People in the storage business make a healthy profit on many warehouses where people store stuff. If we need it, then it does not make sense to lock it up somewhere else for years. People have garage sales to get rid of stuff so they can make room for more stuff. People spend lifetimes getting things, things they think will make them happy. But it never works. It's a vicious cycle. The more you get, the more you want. And in the end, we have to leave it all behind. Someday we will have to let it all go. We are all stewards. We are all caretakers of everything God has given us. No one comes into this world with anything. It's all given to us. It all ultimately comes from God, comes back to God, and it begins with our gift of life. And one day, when it all goes back to God, the big question at the end of life will center on what we did with what God gave us. And everybody is different. Some people have great wealth. Others are not what we would call wealthy, but but they live comfortable lifestyles. Then others seem to have hardly enough to get by. But nobody gets off the hook when it comes to stewardship. Even the poor guy who buried the master's money for fear of losing it should have at least put it in the bank to get a little interest. Less than 1% would have been better than nothing. And so it goes with all of us. Doing nothing to share our God-given gifts won't cut it. Plus, generosity can be its own reward. Giving brings us close to God. Our Lord said, For to everyone who has more, more will be given, and he will grow rich. Rich in the things money can't buy. St. Francis of Assisi put it another way. It is in giving that we receive. Every one of us, regardless of our circumstances, is called to be a caretaker of God's gifts. That means sharing. Well, we hardly ever 
ever think of ourselves as the guest of honor at the mortuary. We race through life as if we think we're going to live forever. We won't. One day our time on earth will be up. We entered this world with nothing. We will exit this world with nothing. The Master will ask us how we invested all the good things he gave us. We could have used it in serving only ourselves or serving God. God will ask. And once we answer, pray too that we will also hear the Master say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, share your Master's joy. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father.